good. She's amazing. They got fired. Double, double baloney. Found out how much I really enjoyed party. <laughs> Damn it, Big Daddy. As my wife says, he has a very punchable face. And I know Michelle, she never lived in Texas. In the future, it's very bright, Michelle. Let's start the interview. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Blonde Girl Behind the Scenes. Today's guest is someone who claims YouTube has been around since the 90s, shares dating advice from Starbucks, and is the owner-operator of DLF Creatives. Let's welcome in Shannon Wheeler. Okay, you ready now? Hey, ready now? You want me to call back? Or? No, no, we're, we're toasting. We're You're recording? Yeah, we're cooking with gas. Okay. Okay. Welcome to the podcast. Yay, podcast. My first one ever. Your first one ever? Yeah, I think so, yeah. First podcast. Uh, Oh, no, 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 no. No, sorry. Uh, I think I did one before. Oh. Yeah, I did. Well, that's that's a shame because I feel like I break everybody's podcast virginity, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not this this old sailor. (laughs) Dang it. Fine. Yeah. Well, then yeah. we won't put you. We won't put you in the record book. Then, like Pat. No, that's fine. Like Patty, so you don't get to go on the list. It's fine. Yeah. Well, put me on the uh, other list. Okay. A list. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. A list, and then A A list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well. So, yeah. Go. Uh-huh, yeah, okay. You know how this works? You can tell I've been on a podcast because I keep interrupting. No, go ahead. You first. It's okay. your thing. I mean, you want to take I'll over? I'll be in. Yeah, go ahead. Yep. Okay. Okay. So start at the beginning of your life because you, kn- you know the drill of this ordeal. So I'm not going to give you like a real rundown of how it works. Start at the beginning. I mean, you can. Okay. Yeah, I, I, it's never been a, like, yeah, Okay. It's never been explained. What do you want to know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I collected uh, Star Wars action figures when I was a kid. Uh, I had the Millennium Falcon. Um, I had the Gigabots from the start. From when I... What you... I'm sorry. I'm just keep interrupting. I didn't say anything. <laughs> oh, oh. You were talking about your Star Wars collection. Continue. I thought yeah, you were going to yeah, start at birth. Wars. Like, it was a dark no, and stormy like, night. start from the beginning. No, no. I didn't have a stormy night. Okay. Well, then Dead. walk us walk us through your life from where you started to where you are now. Star Wars collection? Star Wars collection to... Um, where I am now. Thank you, everybody. Have a good evening. Uh, yeah, I don't. That's I don't. Know, I don't. That's I don't the know, podcast. Start, yeah, because this podcast could be super long. Oh, well, I mean, that's okay. Paul Benson, he'll get over it. How about? How about I just ask you some questions then? And I'm gonna have <laughs> Paul to Benson's really. The editor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Paul Benson's just gonna have to get over it. He looks it. like an editor. <laughs> editor in chief. I should hire him to be my editor. That would be phenomenal. Yeah, you'd yeah. be good at that. All right, so yeah. g- let's let's just kick it off. We know what we know about Shannon Wheeler. You Ooh. are a fiddle player, so let's 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 go. Let's talk about that first. I try. Okay. Okay. 
Talk about that yeah. first. How did you learn? How did you learn? And did you think you were going to be a musician? Um, yes. <laughs> okay. Next question. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, I've been a musician. You know, I started playing when I was a kid, like drums, guitar, bass, all that stuff, like rock, you know, like 80s rock, Def Leppard, White Snake. Then I got into more heavier stuff like Metallica. I got to throw Phil Collins in there. He was in there before. I still listen to him. Then it got heavier and heavier, and I, you know, I was just uh, then I started getting into like fusion stuff and like, uh, you know, kind of I don't know, dream theater and um, tool and stuff like that. So, uh, um, what was the question again? Oh yeah, fiddle. Yeah. So I started playing fiddle when I was twenty-one. You know, I uh, uh, I total I just totaled my uh, Mustang. And I think it's yeah, 94, and I totaled it. Not going to tell you how I totaled it, <laughs> but you can probably guess. <laughs> oh, nope. let's see. No, the, uh, huh? <laughs> I, I can only the, make assumptions can, based on what I know, right. but continue. Okay. Well, I wasn't texting, right? Oh, I wasn't texting. Oh, hell it was no. 94. I don't think they had yeah, phones yeah, yeah. back in the day. No, no. I was actually... Um, um, writing in my diary and I ran off the road <laughs> and uh, yeah. all right so so anyway like that kind of like calmed me down a little bit you know uh-huh. like when I wrecked because it was kind of dangerous like I wouldn't hurt I don't know how it was with me and my buddy but anyway you know I didn't drive for like two weeks and uh, you know I bought my dad tickets to go see Allison Krauss right mm-hmm. and uh and it was supposed to be for him and his girlfriend at the time. You know, she had to do something with somebody, whatever, like her sisters or whatever, take care of her mom or something. And he asked me to go. So I went, and then I seen Allison Krauss, and it just kind of, I was like, whoa. Like, I actually wanted to get good enough to be with her. Not, but she plays the fiddle, so there's no yeah. way I've done it. But, that that kind of uh, all right. I'm going. I'm getting into a dead thing. Oh jeez. So if I break up, <laughs> we'll just tell Paul Benson to edit it out. All right, so I was going to keep talking. If if I lose you, then jump and start over. But um, okay. but now I started uh, practicing fiddle, and you know my mom a couple restaurants, so I always worked at night shift, and I would you know, see the player in the back, and I would. We weren't real busy from like after the bar crowd, yeah, like I don't know, like two o'clock to five o'clock. People start coming in like at five, so I'd practice nonstop back in the back in the uh, where they kept all the pots and pans and the aluminum foil and the saran wrap and stuff. Uh, I had like a little studio back there, yeah, yeah. Sweet. So I practiced like every day for no lie, eight hours and leave every day. Oh my gosh! I took it everywhere with me. Me and my fiddle. Me and my fiddle. All alone. Have no one to call my own. I'm so lonesome. Lonesome. That's a song. It's a real song. Benny Martin. You anyway. it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I started doing fiddle competitions and stuff like that and started excelling in it. And My dad was a fiddle player. But 
you know, it's like, oh, your dad was a fiddle player, so it must have been easy. No, it wasn't easy because he, I would watch him, but he couldn't teach me. That makes sense. Uh Like, he couldn't, he couldn't, like, break it down. Yeah. Funny. Yeah. Was it harder to learn the fiddle than, like, the drums and stuff? Yes. The fiddle was probably... Well, fiddle was probably one of the most um, difficult for me, the most difficult instruments to, to learn how to play. But thing is, like, I wanted it so bad, you know, it didn't matter. Like, I was going to get it, uh, you know. And then I, I picked up playing the steel guitar, like, four years ago. That's a hard instrument as well, the pedal steel. Very hard instrument. Oh, wow. But it's like, it's all coordination, you know. But yeah, the fiddle, it's like you don't have no frets and you have to be on key because the least little movement of one of my fat little fingers and I will be out of out of pitch, like out of, out of key. So you have to have good ears, I guess. Well, I mean, I, I would say you excelled at it because I think you're pretty good, but apparently I don't know what oh, well, good thanks. sounds like. So. Thanks, thanks. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, you know, I'm I'm just at the point now to where I'm uh, I'm really good at covering up mistakes. That's the way I put it. But probably nobody well, hears them but you, anyway. So, right, right. That's so it's like it's all um, all I'm doing is fighting to cover up my mistakes. Okay, so that's okay. Did you and your dad play together? Like, did you he compete too, or he just played the fiddle to play the fiddle? No, he just played fiddle. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I think he did. He did a couple uh, fiddlers conventions as far as uh, competing or whatever. And, um, you know, it was was kind of funny because, uh, you know, the first year or two, he would would beat me. And then young Padawan (laughs) started to uh, gravitate towards that blue ribbon. And, uh, and uh, he just, he loved it. He'd, he'd laugh about it. Sure. But, you know, everybody, you know, tell me like, oh, man, you, you're, uh, you about passed your dad. I'm like, no, nah, I'd never, ever, ever pass my dad uh, fiddle playing to you. Like, never. Yeah. Like, if he was still here, you know, he'd, he'd still be better than me. He's the OG. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's the OG. Sappy. Yeah. Even though he couldn't mm-hmm. teach you, which I totally understand that. Like, sometimes it's just hard to, like, teach somebody what you already know. Especially when it comes to an instrument. I feel like that would be very hard. Well, yeah, and it's funny because you have, like, really good players. Uh, you know, that that are, like, the best. And, you know, because I would go, to, like, to a lot of bluegrass shows, whatever. And it's so easy. It's like bass fishing. You know, it's so easy to meet all these musicians and, you know, just, they come out and, you know, it's like, my God, there's Stuart Duncan. You know? Yeah. Me me and my wife went to um, New Jersey where I was playing up there. It's like, I've been playing like a year. You know, and I, you know, I was in a band already and kind of traveling a little bit, so I was pumped. Stuart Duncan, A-list fiddle player in Nashville, you know, if you, I mean, he's still on, if you call it country, um, okay. he's still on those records or 
CDs or MP3s, whatever. But it's like I met him, and he came out. I'm like, oh, oh shit, Stuart Duncan. And I was just like, you know, total freak out mode. Starstruck. And my wife, yeah, you know, my wife's sitting there rolling her eye, you know, whatever. I'm like, yeah, you don't understand. Yeah, but it's like, moment. hey. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, big time, big time. But you know, it's it's hard for you know it's it's hard for him to like show me something. I'm like, how'd you do this on, you know, this song, blah blah blah. He's like, oh, it's like this. You know, I'm like, that's too fast. Can you slow it down? (laughs) He's like, okay, it's like this, and he did the same speed. I'm like, all right. (laughs) So I started. I started bringing like a. They used to have these mini mini disc recorders Uh back in the day. And I used to bring them with me and I would record like concerts. And, like if I got to meet some of these fiddle players by Bobby Hicks, Bobby Hicks fiddle player played for Ricky Skaggs forever. Uh-huh. Like played with some country and then he played with some bluegrass stuff. Yeah, lady, you can turn anytime. It's fine. No, no, no. Go ahead. Um, anyway, you know, I met him and, and I was asking him about some licks and he did it like really fast and he just started laughing. But he, he was, like, really good at breaking down stuff. Yeah, so it was, yeah. So but it's just funny how, like, yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. But it's like, yeah, and, you know, you have, like, good teachers that are good at teaching. And I'm not taking away from their playing abilities, but when they go out and play, they're, they're not as loose as when they're teaching. Yeah. Then you have good players. That just kill it, but they're not good at te- you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's funny. totally fine. Yeah, either way is totally yeah. fine. It's just amazing to yeah. watch their skill set. Either way, mm-hmm. either way. Yeah. All right. So you're a fiddle player. You also well, play other instruments. Mm-hmm. Did you think you were going to be in a band when you were younger? Was that your passion? Was that your goal? Your- yeah. Really? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I'm still trying to get in a band. And it's not have no. Uh, I did, you know. I was in several bands, like around you know local stuff and whatnot. Um, but then you know I started playing fiddle. It was like, you know, you play bluegrass. It's easy to travel. Like you don't have all this gear, and you know you just pack up your fiddle and you, you know, I always carried a mic with me because sometimes I didn't like to. You know, like sometimes the sound guy would would give me like a, you know, like a 57 or sure, you know, whatever. It's like a vocal mic. And I'm like, or, yeah, I got a mic. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that's when I started like really traveling and, you know, I went on the road for, I don't know, probably two years. You know, we rode around in a Silver Eagle, like a 40 foot Silver Eagle and had satellites. Direct TV, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm big time now. Yes. But, yeah, and I had my own bunk, and you couldn't, uh, you could, you could do number one on a bus, but you couldn't do number two. Oh yeah, probably, probably that's a good choice. Yeah. yeah. So you know, it was, it was fun, but then it got kind of, you know, we actually got shot at. What? Kind of crazy. Where? Yeah, we got shot like somebody pulled up. Um, I think it was near, I think it was coming back from, it was in Florida. 
I think it was like around Jacksonville. Yeah. Okay. And we, and we heard something, and I always stayed up because you know I don't sleep a lot, but I always stayed up with uh, like banjo uh-huh. from the bus. Uh huh. And uh, we heard like ping, ping, ping. Like what the hell was that? He was like, "That wasn't no rocks." I'm like, "No, no." So we pulled over. You know, was getting gas truck stop, and uh-huh. it was like it was more than like ping, ping, ping. It was like I want to say it was 13, like, holes in the, in oh the and there was gosh. one at the window. Yeah. But it was like a pellet gun. It wasn't, oh. uh, you know, so it's probably some punk kids. Yeah. You know, like, hey, there's a... There's those uh, guys. You know. Yeah, there's those shootings, guys. Shootings have been going on for a while now, just not recently. They've oh, been yes. around for a while. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's true. I mean... Oh, yeah. That's still scary, nonetheless. I mean, no matter oh, what yeah. the situation or where it was, that's a little like, yeah, yeah. no, I'm I'm done. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, that, you know, it, it was really like when my, um, you know, when, I, when my first daughter was born, it's, you know, and then, see, was that funny? No, it's when my first daughter was born, and I just kind of hung it up. Yeah. Didn't want to be on the road yeah. anymore? Nah. It's a rough life. Hey, I had to, uh, you know, she was born and Emma was born two years later. So I had to be, I had to be a coach. I had to coach soccer and t-ball and stuff I know nothing about. Okay. Like, okay, kick the ball in that net. Okay. Don't pick it up with your hands. (laughs) You have to run and dribble with your feet. And you're probably thinking, why don't you girls just want to play drums? Because I know that better. And soccer. Yeah, they knew more about it than I did. So. Well, I mean, that works then, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, it worked. Like nobody else would do it. I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. I don't care. Alrighty. I'm gonna YouTube it. Yeah, <laughs> was, I'll YouTube it, and I'll be an expert the next day. Was YouTube? YouTube wasn't even hot then. Yeah. No. Yeah, you can look up. It. Look, I've got a YouTube channel from. Uh, Ninety. Oh wait. Oh, I don't know. But I got a YouTube channel from the nineties when your kids were no, born and you were learning how to I play was, soccer. Was, yeah, <laughs> I, it was an underground thing then. <laughs> MySpace. Uh, really, you're talking about MySpace. Yeah. That's what you're talking about. <laughs> no, I had. Well, what was that guy's name? Who owned it? Fred. What was his name? The pro. Remember the profile pic? He was like. Tom, MySpace was Tom. Tom. It is Tom. That's yeah. right, that's right. He was your first uh, friend. He was my first friend. He's everybody's first friend. Um, you know what? I think I'm gonna I'm gonna change my profile pic on Facebook <laughs> to Tom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bring bring Tom idea. back. I don't know what happened to Tom. R.I.P. I think Justin Timberlake bought MySpace from Tom. And then he changed it into like a music discovery platform, and then I don't know what happened oh, to it after right. that. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember. MySpace is probably still a thing. I feel like we should bring that back. Maybe hotter than like YouTube, cool. whatever. But now, like, I got a YouTube channel uh, that you know that I upload all my fiddle stuff and you know whatever. It's it's like I don't know, twelve, thirteen years old. All right, so it was your band I, channel. Well, yeah, I mean, I had, like, different different bands 
you know, because I, you know, I played with like different bands. Then I played, there's just not, not a lot of fiddle players around. Um, you know, there's, you got like a handful of fiddle players that, um, they're kind of local and they're just, they're kind of hard to come by. So it's like, oh, he plays a fiddle, call him. He'll do it for 50 bucks. I would, man. <laughs> I loved it. I'm, I mean, I still do, but I, you know, when I first started out, yeah. I get paid for this. Yeah. You know. Yeah, give me a fifty dollars uh, and a cold beer. I'll do it. Yeah. Spot yeah, on. no doubt. Yeah. Yeah, that's like the you know now. Actually, I'm playing tomorrow at Chaos Brewery. Just in case anybody wants to come, I'd okay. Like, but um, Chaos Brewery, and uh, yeah, and the thing is, like playing breweries, uh-huh. you you get free beer. Oh. And you get paid. Oh. Yeah. That's a that's then a double. Get, then benefit. you get to drive. Yeah, then you get to drive home. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, well, uh, limit your no, alcohol it, consumption. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, I mean, I, you know, I probably drink. We 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 usually play three forty five minute sets, and I probably drink three beers per set, so twelve. Yeah, I'm I'm good though. Okay. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I only drink. I pace myself. I bring a cooler so I can take what I don't drink home. <laughs> no, they'll give you growlers. They'll let you. Uh, oh, that's legit. They'll give legit. you a growler. All yeah, right, then. they'll give you a growler and they'll fill it up, and then you can bring the growler back and keep getting free uh, refill. You know, free refill. All right, that's legit though, yeah. because you could literally take with you what you don't drink, and then you're still getting your money's worth. Oh yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's just like you just keep, you know, you can go home and just keep it rolling, you know? Keep the party going. Yep. So, yeah, breweries are fun. Hi, thank you for taking Oh, good morning. <laughs> I don't think that's... Oh, I'm good. How are you? Good. Uh, can I get a tall coffee, one cream, one sugar? What else? Um... Can I get the cheese Danish with a cake pop? I'm kidding. Just the coffee. I don't want that. You don't want a cheese Danish, but they're delicious. Uh, I, I don't I don't like the word Danish. I That's, mean, like, you said a cake pop, though, right? Like, you just eat it in one bite. Yeah, but, you know, I'm trying to cut weight. Um, um, so you were just teething. I was. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Ooh, okay. Um, it's going to be trendy for a little bit. Okay. Um, oh, take, take it easy. She likes take it, easy. it. Mm. You don't even know what I look like. Oh, actually, they have they cameras. Do have cameras. <laughs> That's right, they do. And my hair is a mess. Good God, let me put my hat on and put, my... <laughs> put your sunglasses on quick. too, so she doesn't know who you. No, are. they're on. Oh, okay, okay, okay. This hey, uh, uh, might, <clears throat> yeah, dude. Like, she... okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm gonna hand her my. Uh, my phone with my wedding ring. Be like, here, sorry. <laughs> I'm itched. Married. Starbucks ladies are desperate, eh? Starbucks ladies, dude. <laughs> hey, you know, single guys. Single. Don't go to the bar. Yes. Go to single Starbucks. Guys, don't go to the bar. Go to Starbucks. Go to Starbucks. And you will get lucky. Oh, show. I mean... <laughs> She's really trying to talk you into that cheese danish and cake pop right there. Yeah, 
totally turned it around on me. She's like, like she was, yeah. They're good. You should have been like, that's a lot of sugar, though, dear. I have diabetes. You have diabetes? <laughs> no. You should have told her you couldn't have it because you have the diabetes. Oh, I've got the diabetes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No cake pop. That's a lot After of sugar. I pump my insulin. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's sugar. sugar. Not, I, I never get sugar. Yeah, I never get sugar. I get sugar. Who says it like that? Oh, she's Only a chipper you. one, too. Oh, I see her handing oh. coffee out. Oh, boy. She's chipper. Yeah, yeah. She's got okay. to say now. All right. Wait for it. Um, Luke Duncan texted me. It, it never fails. Like, every time I want to get my Starbucks app, like, people just start texting me. Of course. Of course, it's Luke Duncan during the podcast. I'm leaving that part yeah. in there. Um, thank you. You too. Didn't want to talk smack when you got face to face. Oh, she's one of those. But she did. She did like make contact with my hand when she handed me the coffee. She kind of like rubbed her face. I'm like, hey. uh, <laughs> easy girl. Easy. Easy, girl. Take it easy. She didn't even put a stopper in there, man. Oh, you love your stopper. I do love the stopper because I'll stir it up and then I'll drink my coffee and then I'll chew on my stopper. Really good for your teeth. Yeah. Hard plastic on your sensitive enamel. Yeah. That's good. What's enamel? What's on your teeth that makes your teeth strong? All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People listening to this podcast are good. It's very educational, just so you know. Cheese no, dishes are diabetes. Enamel protects diabetes. your teeth. Yeah. Diabetes. Okay, so yeah. let's continue on this train. You were in a band. Okay. You quit yeah. because you were starting to have kids and have a family and you needed to do all that life. What yep. What came next? How did you get into the fishing world? Um, you know, the funny thing is my buddy, um, see, how did I get into this? Like, I mean, I've always fished like ponds and, you know, stuff like that. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, just had, you know, just pond hopping with my buddies, which every kid does, I think. Um, actually I was. I started fishing with a buddy of mine. He started fishing, uh, he was tournament fishing. I was like, dude, I want to, let me try. So we went out and, you know, started fishing on Swimbound Lake, these night tournaments and stuff. And he was like, yeah, you got to throw it in the brush and then you'll get bit. I'm like, all right, that's, and you did, like, you know, 2011. Yeah. Uh, it's a little bit different now, but, um, so, I, you know, I'd met different, like, fishermen or whatever. And then I was, I started fishing with this other guy, Johnny Wayne, and they were having a college tournament on Smith Mountain Lake. And Johnny, you know, he was like, Hey, um, you think you could MC this? I'm like, Yeah, of course. Oh. What do I gotta do? Yeah. So I MC'd the way in. Nice. You know? Yeah. And then uh this other cat was down there, Ricky Bodsford. Ricky Bobby, right? Ricky Bobby. And he was doing this, Ricky Bobby, yeah, he was doing this Fast East or just getting started with this Fast East. And now it's kind of in the, like, I don't know, I've always, like, 
had a video camera. Like I've always had, you know, like I got tons of home movies. I got tons of footage of, you know, even, you know, when I was a kid, I had, um, you know, like the big VHS big cameras that kind of sit on your shoulder. The dinosaur of cameras. Yeah. And I always liked capturing stuff when it was happening, you know, uh, but I always had like a little camcorder with me or whatever. So, um, that's when I was like starting to do like fishing videos and, um, you know, after, you know, when I was emceeing this college tournament, you know, uh-huh. Ricky came, I'm trying to figure out how, like what I did to, but anyway, I started like shooting video and I think, you know, you know, like you see Ricky going around all these tournaments and getting video. I think it's kind of my fault because we go to ICAST. I'm like, dude, we need to we need to start shooting video at ICAST. You know, once I got into fishing a little bit more, and then uh, you know, we did. You know, we did. He's like, we need more. We need more. I'm like, all right, calm down, Ricky. Like, we've already got 60 clips of, you know. Yeah. But it was cool. Like we, we went around and shot video and, you know, made, you know, I would edit and do like, you know, like whatever, like, you know, like I think it's when, um, Patrick, uh, Watt, no, what was his name? That's a goalie. Patrick Watt's a goalie. Um, anyway, it was this French dude. He made a, he made it like a little three jointed swim bait. God, it was so popular. It's like the, uh, anyway, like we did that in the video, Somebody's and he loved know it. The he answer to that question. Like, yeah, yeah. His name ain't Patrick. Maybe it's Patrick Star. Yeah, he was a <laughs> French dude, and he had this swim bait, and everybody wanted it. Golly, I can't remember the name. I'm googling it. Continue on your Sabine. Story. Sabine. Uh, but anyway, so you know, I started doing all that, and then, uh, um. Oh no! I know what it was. It was web. It was web design that got me in because I, I'd been doing a lot of web design, and this Matt Ricky needed help with the website. So anyway, we kind of part, partnered up on Bass East, and you know the website. And then it was like, let's start. You know, I'm gonna start doing videos because I've got a camera, and uh, uh, downloaded a pirated version um, of Final Cut Pro when it was really good before it went to Final Cut iMovie. Okay. And, um, yeah, just kind of, that's kind of how I, that got going. So you're self-taught, essentially. Yeah, I am. I am. Because I went to a communication design school and learned, you know, or just kind of opened up more doors to me as far as, like, because I was going in to be a graphic designer, mm-hmm. and then... I ended up being a web designer because that's what I excelled at. And now, you know, which I've always loved video. Like I've always, I love movies and film and all that good stuff. I love Roger Deakins. Mm -hmm. You want that on your headstone? (laughs) Yeah. No, I was telling somebody the other day, I bought bottle rockets at this country store where I live and, you know, walk in and guys like hello mr shannon i'm like hey what's up buddy how much for all these bottle rockets let's see they're 350 a pack hey let's go have them for 40 dollars i'm like i'll take them buddy 
<laughs> I love bottle rockets, and I shot them all night. I still have some left. I'll shoot them during the day. <laughs> Telling somebody, I was like, yeah. on my headstone, I want a bottle rocket. Because I love. <laughs> I don't think they make that graphic, but maybe you could make I'll it. Make it. You could I'll, make no, I'll it make it. Own. Yeah, I'll make it. That'll be make my sure only you wish. Tell like, your you ain't got to. This is what I don't, I you don't have to come to them. Yeah, no, you don't have to come to my funeral. As long as I got my bottle rocket on my tombstone. <laughs> and you did like on, on both sides of your name. So it's like, you know, like the alerts that people yeah. put on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And they have like the, the sirens, like bottle rocket, yeah. Shannon Wheeler, bottle rocket. Like yeah, that. And, and a spark on the fuse. Like yes. it's getting ready to go off. There you go. Okay. You make that graphic yeah. for a headstone. Yeah, yeah. We'll make sure I was the girls my, Yeah, I was teaching my girls how to hold a bottle rocket and, you know, <laughs> and Oh, light it. you don't hold a bottle rocket. That's what got us in trouble at my aunt's house when they gave mm. my cousin's boyfriend, who is not from America, and they told him to hold the bottle rocket, and everybody yeah, started yeah. running away. And the neighbors... Yeah. Thing caught on fire. The neighbor's outdoor yeah. furniture caught on fire. Oh, that's their fault. <laughs> I thought you meant like they were getting hurt from the body. Yeah, that's the no, neighbor's no, fault. No, no, no. Their bottle rocket started shooting every which where. And my cousin Melissa, who will definitely listen to this if she doesn't, I'm going to make her. She was laughing so hard. We're like, what is the matter? And she was like pointing at the deck and she's like laughing, but she's like pointing at it. And their chair was on fire. They're like, oh. <laughs> like a, the bottle rocket shot. That way and lit the like cushions on fire. Ooh, it was a thing. So don't hold yeah. bottle. Don't teach your girls to hold bottle rockets. You're supposed that's I mean, bottle rocket for a it. purpose. Bottle. Yeah, yeah. But who has bottles anymore? Right. Yeah, people bottles? have bottles. Yes, beer bottles. Oh yeah, beer bottles. See, I've never seen one. <laughs> oh, <good. laughs> we need to get you out more we need to get you out more yeah I know, yeah, I know. oh jeez <clears throat> okay so um, you were a web designer that's how you got into the fishing world yep and you design websites uh, actually, for yeah so I started out you know like the first um, pro you know because I you know, once I started fishing and getting into tournament fishing and Bassmaster, and it's like, oh, okay, cool. So I'm like going down the list. I'm like, oh, this guy's from Salem. And it was John Cruz. Uh-huh. I was like, let me go check his website out. So I'm like, check it out. I'm like, yeah. So I sent him an email, just didn't know him from Adam. Uh, and I was like, hey, you know, blah, blah, blah. I introduced myself. I'm like, I think I can help you out. Okay, there's a guy in this parking lot. They're bending up. I'll never be able to erase that from my mind. <laughs> anyway, so I sent him an email and I was like, dude, I think I can help you out, you know, with your with your site. He was all about it. He was like, yeah, man, let's uh, set up a time to meet, whatever. So we met. Matt already rough drafted out like a, you know, site layout. And, you know, he liked it. And I started doing his site. And then I started, I was like, dude, let's go shoot some video, right? <laughs> Yeah, and it, this was like, yeah, you can go back on his YouTube channel, like the first, well, just about everything on his YouTube channel is either, I would say 80% of the stuff on his YouTube channel right now is, is what I shot. Mm-hmm. Plus, 12 years ago, when we first started, 
we was on my boat. I had a G3 as my first bass boat. It was a G3 with a 115 Yamaha. And, you know, we, we did like Little John videos. We did, we like pulled up on somebody's dock and he put a chair out there and talked about how to become a professional bass for, you know, just all the basic stuff. Yeah. And this was like, you know, like I said, like 12 years, you know, 14 years ago, maybe. I mean, this was like a mini DV, right? Tape. Little handheld Panasonic. I still have that camera. Like and, what uh, dad shoes guys use today? Like yeah, like you see them at the at the uh, the school programs and stuff. And yeah, they flip out and they're sitting there <laughs> holding it. Yes, and they're they got their New Balance shoes on and yes. their jorts. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, so started doing all that, and then um, you know, kept doing more stuff with him and. You know, finally he called me and he's like, Hey, I'm gonna start a bait company. Do you do you you know, do you wanna help? I'm like, Yeah. Cause I was like working at the paper as a graphic designer, which was total crap. And just I mean, talk about just getting a case of beer every day you get off work and drowning you know. your sorrows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh so did that and we started uh, missile bait. So he, you know, he started or whatever, like he had the whole idea. So we, you know, I worked out of his office or out of his living room for probably, I don't know, it wasn't too long, you know, three months or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we did the logo, we did website layout, had everything ready. We, um, just, uh, package design, um, everything. Right, just to kind of start, mm-hmm. and then we moved into this smaller, like three thousand square foot, um, you know, kind of like an office up front and a, you know, kind of like a little warehouse in the back, and that's where we got like our first run of like D bomb, um, tomahawk, twin turbo. Um, Missile crawl. I think we got those first. Yeah, twin turbo. Yeah. So anyway, you know, we started with that, and then we did a bunch of you know product videos, and I had like a green screen, and we had like the whole room dedicated for video, and we just knocked all that stuff out, and uh, you know, that's where missile baits kind of started. Well, it did start, and uh, so you know, it's like when when we first moved in there, like I was, you know, we was both like packing up orders and, you know, we was both kind of running it and then he would go out of town for whatever. And then I have to pack orders and I'll take website. And it was like everything. So it was like, you know, built shelves, and, you know, bolted them in the concrete, like everything. One right? man show. And then, yeah, yeah. And then we hired Julie, like, I don't know, eight months later, something like that. Oh, Julie. And Julie. Jules. Hi, Julie. Uh, hey, Julie. Uh, so then that, that was, that you know, that went from, I don't know, I think 2011 or 12 to, well, they're still in, but I left back in November. No. So I was, uh, yeah, I was, I was. Missile Bates 
quite a while. It was, it was, it was, it was fun. From you the know, ground up. Met a lot of, yeah, yeah. Met a lot of people and, you know, got the whole experience with the shows and setting up the booth and, you know, because uh-huh. we would, you know, we would design our own, like we didn't go out and buy these fabricated booths that you see people setting up. And like we made our own booth. Oh, really? You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would design like the backdrop and then like the little, we had like foam core uh, poster, you know, like yeah. foam core boards we would put up there and, you know, John would come back from Lowe's and he'd have like, you know, like these, well, he'd have like wood and he'd build, you know, like a stand and then, mm-hmm. you know, um, just different like shelves and we, you know, we'd set it up in the back and we'd be like, okay, yeah, this is it. This is, uh, this is cool. This will work. And we just kept adding to it each year. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think the first year we went, we had a, uh, we had a, I don't know, like a 15 inch monitor plan, you know, cause I would make a loop mm-hmm. with the bait and we went out and got underwater footage and, you know, you know, yeah. uh, just, just for, you know, show. I'm like, dude, we need, we need something that people can look at, you know, when they're walking by and kind of see our base in the water, you know, hook sets and fish catches and all that. We did that every year like we made a loop every year for ICAP and the TVs kept getting bigger so it was kind of cool <laughs> and the classic and yeah now the know, TV's they, just a giant screen on the wall yeah we got, finally got a projector it's like a driving movie theater yeah. you just chill out now I'm kidding yeah I mean could be but yeah it that might was, be pretty cool don't yeah. let anybody steal that idea that's a legit idea yeah yeah no no but that's, you know, we went to, we always did like Richmond and Raleigh. And sometimes we did um, uh boat show and, um, or tackle show, whatever, in uh, Spindale, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Green boat and motor. Now it's uh, English choice. But yeah. Yeah, it was kind of cool. That's where I met Swindle. Was actually, I think it was in Richmond. Okay. I've, you know, and I, I've always been a Swindle fan just because, um, yeah, just because he's funny, and I always loved his hook set. Like he could do like a, you know, like the Michael Jordan, yes, logo, yes, right. Yep. You could do a logo of Swindle's hook set. Yeah, and now he's that all you say that, up on it. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's very unique. Yes. Yeah, and it's just, it's like, I don't know, I don't know how to explain it, but yeah, that's where I met him, and, uh, you know, he John was doing a seminar on the tank, and, you know, I was down behind on the other side of the audience, you know, shooting video of the bait coming through the water fishing or whatever, and then Swindle comes back in, and he's like, you know, he says something or whatever, so I started, uh, I was talking a little, you know, starstruck a little bit whatever yeah. i've always you know i've always like and then i just started talking uh camel talk is what we call it i'm like i'm like but dude there's not many people out there dude he just he lost it he <laughs> lost it i mean i looked up at john like dude you know like dude, he's laughing really loud like i've never heard someone to laugh you know i've heard him laugh but not at somebody else yeah and then it was just like 
every time we seen each other, that's how we talk. And and Lulu would be like rolling it like not again, please. Because yeah. we would get loud, like we'd see each other at shows and you know, this and that and we'd get loud with that stuff. And then he would just start laughing. I would start laughing, you know. Yeah. And it it was uh yeah, that that was that was that was cool. That was just, and I had it on video. I, I still have this on video. I'm shooting video of the bait coming through the water as John's trying to put on a class and me and Swindor are back there. We're, I mean, some of the stuff we're talking, dude, it's like nonstop. It's like somebody hit a switch and let us go, (laughs) you know, and and my camera's all shaking and I'm laughing and, and yeah, it was, it was funny. So I think we went, I think he was, uh, he's like, let's, let's go get something to eat, you know, whatever, get a beer away. I'm like, yeah, man, that's cool. So I was like, texting my wife, I'm like, look, I'm eating with Swindor. She's like, who? The coolest yeah, guy alive. Cool. Don't you know? Yeah. 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 This is my second yeah. starstruck moment. Yeah. Yeah. Stuart Duncan and Gerald Swindle. Yeah. Know. Is that when you started working we're like, for him? No. I just I just knew him and um I think trying to figure out how I started you know because we'd start talking and whatever and I'd see him at shows and um I think I oh no I did his uh yeah because I did a lot of anglers websites right so I started out doing his website and um you know I think maybe Chad Morgan Taylor somebody had put had mentioned my name because I was getting a lot of websites from other people that just stop updating their stuff, you know? Yeah. So I'd get a site and I'd redo it and, you know, keep them updated or show them how to update or whatever. So, yeah, that's when Swindle called and he was like, you know, you want another site? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. So I started doing this site. And then he started doing these, um, you know, like I think Ronnie Moore was, was doing all his YouTube edits. Okay. His tournament edits. And um, so I'm like, Dude, if he ever, uh, you know, because I was doing John, mm-hmm. you know, all his tournament edits. So I kind of had the, my little system down because it's like GoPro and, you know, yeah. some B-roll of selfie stuff, you know. Yeah. So I was like, man, if uh, you ever need somebody to do it stuff for you, just let me know. Then he called me, you know, I don't know. He's like, yeah, Ronnie, really got time for it anymore if you want to do it. I'm like, yeah. And I remember when he started, when I started with him, I think it was. 18, 2018, he had 17,000 subs on YouTube. Now he's got 50, 55, 56,000. So we, we, we've been pumping them out, you know. Yeah, yeah. You got to be so, consistent on the social medias. Yeah, yeah, you do. But with somebody like Swindle, you don't have to. You, you put something out of Swindle, people are going to watch it. No matter what. That's true. No matter what. Just like James Yeah, if Watson. you want to. Yeah. Yeah. If you want, if you want something to uh, get out there, get someone to talk about it and pay him $10,000, I get 2000 he gets eight, and yeah. <laughs> making deals. Making deals. Yeah. Make, making deals. Yeah. Kissing babies. Kissing babies. Making deals. Okay. So. No longer with Missile, still doing Swindle's edits. What's yep. what's happening in the world now of Shannon? Um, now, 
I am, uh, I have my own business. I started my own business like right before I left Missile, uh, DLF Creatives LLC. Got my LLC. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And um, just kind of slowly went into it, you know, because I knew I wasn't going to be like, I wasn't going to be at Missile. I just felt like I did everything I could at Missile and it was time for me to take another direction, you know? Yeah. Um, growth. Uh, what we call growth. Yeah, no bad blood. Just Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just I kind of outgrew it, I guess, or I was just, I don't know. I just had more stuff I wanted to do. And um, so, you know, like I said, last November I left. And um, it's funny because the same day I left, Pete Reese called. Okay. Can't make it up. Same day. You know, that, you know, later on that evening, because he's in California and I'm in, you know, so it was like 8 o'clock and it was like 4 o'clock where he was at first. So we talked and he, you know, he was wanting to know if I was interested. And, you know, we had like two or three different calls until we finally nailed it down. And uh, so, I, you know, I do stuff for Skeet. Um, so I go, I've been on tour with him with the Bass Pro Tour all this year. And I do Swindle's edits, uh, his, his Bassmaster edits, you know, I was, GoPro stuff, and uh, they'll do weddings. Did a wedding last weekend, or no, it was a bow renewal actually. Never done one of those. Oh, that's different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 25 years they wanted to rehitch. Okay, okay, go go for it. Yeah, that's like uh, Ike and Becky, they always renew their vows every year, which sounds every fun, year. but yeah. like also, I feel like I would. I'd probably forget one year. I would too. You know? I would feel like oh, this. I'm gonna forget, or this is a lot. Yeah, but of they work. go all out too. They like, do. They dress up and they go to like different places. It's kind of yeah. It looks super fun. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I've got you know I I've got work you know to where it's uh, yeah it's pretty good, pretty good you know I do uh, company Audiotronics and in, in Roanoke I do a. Um, social media stuff for them and some video stuff and um oh, I don't know what else I do. I'm selling YouTube videos. <laughs> You're selling YouTube videos? <laughs> uh, well, I mean I you know, Skeet when I hooked up with Skeet, he kinda you know, I guess uh Menorah, which is the owner of Lucky Craft, uh-huh. was talking to him about he needed somebody to shoot video and he's like, Well, I just talked to a guy that might be coming out with me shooting, I can ask him. So, you know, second call, he's like, hey, uh, Lucky Craft's kind of looking for somebody to do content and whatever. And I'm like, okay. Okay. He, he said, they'll they'll pay you this amount. I'm like, okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. Right now, I'll yeah. do it now. Yeah. So, that's kind of cool. So, I'm starting to do stuff for Lucky Craft. Um, you know, cool company, kind of, uh, everybody's had the pointer, you know, jerk bait, the pointer, so, you know, jerk baits and the Sammies and the gunfish and, you know, so very, uh, like kind of the, you know, old school Japanese, uh, you know, bait company, like from the start, you know, before like mega bass, I think, I think. And all the other ones started coming out. They're kind of like the, 
forefathers. Yeah. For super sure. cool. Though. Super cool people to work with. Yeah. And so you're like, mm-hmm. so you're, you're running your own company. You're exploring new opportunities. Just kind of things are playing yeah, out the yeah. way that they should. But yeah, talk about for a second. Talk about how, like, so you started your own company. And for mm-hmm. people that don't know the analogy that you used a minute ago, it's dude, let's fish, right? Dude, let's film. Dude, let's film. Dude. Dude, let's fish. Dude, let's fiddle. So it covered everything yes, it I does. love to do. Okay. My mind went somewhere right. else for a second, so my apologies. Yeah. No problem. But. I get it. You also yeah. make your own YouTube videos, and you, like. I do. Have a pretty good following over there. So when you say you sell yeah. YouTube videos, I mean. <laughs> yeah. And feet pics. But the, uh. <laughs> The, the whole YouTube, like the whole do let's fish thing started like when I was working at Missile and I right. was like, okay, let me help, you know, or try to like help Missile Baits with, you know, like somebody else fishing their stuff and, you know, like, you know, like, um, what would you call it? You know, like grassroots yeah. type deal, yeah. like somebody user, that nobody knows. Users instead yeah. of pros, yeah. user generated content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like regular you know, people. I was like, I mean, yeah. So it's not just stuff coming off the missile bait stuff. It's right. like this other weird guy that's, that's doing um, videos and about, you know, missile stuff or going out like just vlogging and using missile stuff and kind of promoting the company and, you know, just helping it as far as, you know, like, why not? And, and I love to do it. Like, I love to film. I love to edit. I love... Um, no aspect of it. So it's really not work to me. Like I enjoy doing it. So, you know, so I'd edit like missile videos, you know, and then I'd go shoot my stuff. And, and another thing, I had like a ton of stuff on video that I couldn't use on the missile site because it was like crankbaits or, you know, like top water or frog, you know, like I was on a frog bite and I couldn't really use it. So it's just sitting there. Yeah. So like, all right, I'll just start my own channel and, and it also helps me as far as like honing in my skills, like the do let's fish things like a playground for, for me yeah. as far as, okay, let's try this, let's try this. And I'll incorporate it in this because, you know, it's not like it gets run through me before I test it on like a paying, you know, like a client, you know, like skeet or, you know, missile bay or whatever. Like I'll test it out first and see if like this shot works or this, transition or this color grade or whatever it is you know and then i'll apply it to like other other things you know yeah i mean you gotta test the product before you get somebody to buy it right 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 yeah right yeah i like it i dig it Uh uh-huh all right so we're just moving and shaking in the dude let's fish department or dude let's Mm -hmm. fiddle dude let's film yeah. Film. Yeah. 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 All right. And, and like DLF Creatives, that's the uh, that's my company. Okay, so Deal. people. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That. Uh, yeah. 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 So that's yeah. where people it's can easy. find you on social media, then. Mm-hmm. DLF Creatives. DLF uh, Creatives. Actually, I just launched. Yeah, I just launched on my social stuff last week. I don't have nothing up there yet, but. 
Um, you do have something on Instagram, I think. I shared it, and one of my yoga friends was like, that's where I'm getting oh. married. Oh, she's going to listen to this podcast, and she's going to be like, that's not how I sound. But Right, right. Close enough. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, so I've got, yeah, so DLF Creatives is, is more open than just fishing, you know, and I was, I was trying to figure out a way how to channel all, you know, like business through do let's fish, but it's not, it, it just, it doesn't, you know, so, cause I'm like, Hey man, um, what's your company name? Do let's fish. Oh yeah. yeah. You want to come to my pond and feel me throwing a buzzer? No. Uh, so I figured <laughs> come up with something a little bit better you know, more BLF creatives, you know, whatever. And I hate trying to think of names for my company and logos. Like I can never do a good job on my own stuff. I hear that. I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's always better. Like I do a better job with somebody else's than my own stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Having somebody else. Yeah. Like if I was a painter, uh, I'd probably get somebody else to paint my house. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, even right. though you it can is, do it, I feel it, just be easier to have somebody else do it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's it's taking off pretty, you know, pretty good. I, it's got to work. Like I have no choice. It has <laughs> to work. Life is <laughs> full mean, of choices. Sink or swim. You know, it's like you know when you first learn how to swim, and you know. Your mom or dad takes you up to the pool and just throws you in the pool. It's like, all right, sink or swim. Figure so, it out. Figure it out. So it's kind of what I'm doing, you know, 45 years old and uh, just starting my business. But it's never whatever. too late. It's never too late. No, no, no. I still laugh at parts and still eat mac and cheese out of the box and so whatever. Hopefully, you ain't got nothing first. else to do. You know, what happened? Uh, you said you don't cook the macaroni and cheese. What? Are you for real? Yeah. You gotta cook the macaroni and cheese. Okay. Yeah. You can't. Yeah, but it's like out of the box. Oh no, no, no. I, I get that. I mean, if you yeah. don't eat macaroni and cheese out of the box, we can't be friends. But I said, I hope you cook it first. And you said no. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I crush it up and put it in milk. Just <laughs> like add cheese. put a little of the Cold. cheese powder in your yeah, mouth. It's lumpy. Yeah, and yeah, then a lumpy. noodle. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe. Whatever, whatever works. Combina- some mm-hmm. people's combinations are good. So it's true. It's you true. never know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Before I let you go back to your editing, because I'm sure you have a lot to do, because you're always super stinking busy. What? Yeah, and I'm wearing an Apple Watch that hasn't been charged in three days. How is it still alive? It's not. That's what I'm saying. Like it hasn't been on for three days, and I put it on every morning. Wearing it. I don't know. I'm just used to it. Oh boy. Because my daughter takes my charger. Like she'll come in there. Brooke, all right, she'll take my charge. She had like two chargers for her Apple Watch, but she can't find them. So she comes and snags mine, and then she puts it in her forerunner, goes to work, and charges her watch. So when I look for mine, nowhere to be found, 
right? Yeah. Because it's in her blade, four wheeler, <laughs> four runner. Sorry, and it can't find it anywhere. I don't know what to do. Sounds like you guys need another watch charger. Yeah, I just don't want to buy one. Well, Amazon. It can't be that expensive. Get her one for her birthday. Yeah. You're like, here, I got you a watch charger. Get me one for my birthday. Yeah. Pass me outside. How about that? Like, she needs to get me one for my birthday. Exactly. Brooke, listen up. Get a watch charger. Okay. One, One quick question, though. One piece of advice you'd give somebody. I don't know, man. I'm the wrong person. That's not true. What piece mm-hmm. of advice would you give to your daughters right now if they were just trying to figure out what they were going to do with their career or had a difficult situation? And you can't just say, you'll figure it out, because that's the worst piece of advice somebody could give somebody. No. I just, You know, I guess, like, um, keep, like, you know, if it, uh, hold on. Um, probably just, yeah, if you, if you really love something, right, if you really have a passion for it, it, you know, that, that'll never go away. And you, that's how you know that you're going to succeed at it somehow in life, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to be a teacher and you love kids, if you want to be, um, you know, if you like taking care of people and you want to be a nurse or whatever, you're going to succeed at it eventually, like me. <laughs> and I, I haven't, I'm making a living. I'm not yeah. succeeding. I'm, I'm making a living. My deal is, I don't really think you ever make it. You know, it's like, oh man, I've made it because I've got, you know, a new, you know, 520 Rangers, 100,000. I don't think you really ever make it. So I think when you, when you think you've made it, I think you're done. Okay. That's a good point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're like, you never make, you have to keep going, keep going and change and, you know, figure out stuff. I don't, that stuff's hard to explain, but, um, I, I mean, I would just say, don't do something that you don't like. Yeah. Yeah. You know, don't don't build a career on something that you hate. You shouldn't have to get off work. And I know it's like, well, not everybody can. Well, yeah, you can. You know, you just have to keep doing it and keep doing it. And make it work. It'll work eventually. Yeah. Uh, but you know, just. I think I think everybody can do what they want to do, and you know some some people. And you know, like buddies of mine, like man, I hate my freaking job. Like I hate it. I can't stand going in that place and whatever. Blah blah blah. It's like, well, what do you want to do? Like, what would you do if you wasn't doing this? I don't know. Okay, that's why you work at that job that you hate so bad. You know? Yeah. I play games. Well, good luck. <laughs> not saying that you can't be a professional gamer, but, you know, you yeah. got to have, and that's the thing, like, you got to have income. It's like I was telling my daughter, you know, she wants to be, you know, she wants to be a nurse or a teacher. She doesn't really know yet, but it's like, look, if you become a teacher, you know, 
or like if you become a nurse, you can, you can, you know, have your job as a CNA and then let them put you through school and then work your way up. Like you can do whatever. You don't have to be a nurse. You can be a, you know, radiation technician. You can be an x-ray technician. You can be a nurse practitioner. You can be whatever. Like the field's so open for that. So it's kind of like me. I was doing graphic design now, you know, mainly doing video work. So it kind of, kind of, you know, opens up and, you know, I think websites are kind of blocked. Um, you know, uh-huh. I think you, I think like people need them, like businesses need them as a foundation, but I don't think it's like social media is just overridden that so much, but you still need a website. Yeah. Have like info and, you know, Google results, all that stuff. Yep. Especially if you're a fisherman and you have place sponsors, sponsor page. You, know, you got to have a hub. Program. Social media yeah, is yeah, not yeah. the hub. Your website could be your hub. Like if you sell product right, or right. whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I get that. Mm-hmm. And I like that piece of advice yeah. because. I don't know if that was a piece of advice. It was like, I don't know, because, you, you know, you see on like Instagram and all this, it's like, you don't have to, you can do whatever you want to. Don't, you know, you've heard that so many, it's like getting drilled, you know, like Gary Vee and all the time, getting drilled in your head, like, do what you love. Do what you love. Like, yeah, you can to a certain extent, but then you do what you love and then, you know, you ain't loving not getting a paycheck. Uh You got to, you have to like fund your, you know, fund like your stuff, like fund what you want to do. You might not like waiting tables, but it's a good, it's a good, good way to, to, you know, like buy gear, you know, buy, you know, lenses, buy SD cards, whatever. Like you need something that you can do and you're going to be busy. You know, you need something that you can do that helps you afford what you want to do for the rest of your life. Right. You know, because you're not going to start out making big money. You know, you work at this job, you know, and then you're like, I need to get out of this shithole. Like, I, what, what can I, do? I love to, you know, I love mowing yards. I don't want to work in a factory no more. How, what can I do to get out of this? Well, you start taking your factory money and putting it towards your little side business, mowing yards. Then the next thing you know, you've got a crew of four trucks and, you know, six mowers and you've got 12 people working for you because you wanted to get out of shit. I think, you know, that's a, that's a, a good way to look at how if you don't have money you know if you're not like a lucky sperm club you know it's uh it's it's harder to to do your own business because you don't have no money to get it started so you have to work wherever right yep to to fund you know your side business which one day in your mind is going to be your full-time gig that's right. You know, it just it just doesn't start. You open up a business. You're like, hey, we're making money. No, 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 no. It doesn't work like That's that. That's not how it works but at it, all. No. And, you know, like everybody says, you need money to make money. Yep. That is true. But it's not to where, you know, if you ain't got no money, you can't make it. Like, you just, 
you 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 need you need stuff like you need everybody needs like tools. You know, you might be a carpenter. You ain't got no hammer or nails or nothing like that. How you gonna build something? You can't afford a hammer, right? You could borrow one. You know? Yeah. Like if you, gotta, you got money. Yeah, you got to invest in yourself. You can, you can go buy two hundred dollar tool belt and all the tools and everything. Then you there you go. Go for it. Yeah. Invest you in yourself. You have to follow your dreams. Invest in yourself. But be smart yeah, about I, it. I, it's I, like being a professional angler. How many of these guys go into bankruptcy because they just go out there and they're like, I don't need a sponsor. I don't have a sponsor. I'm just going to go. Yeah. It's yeah, like not really how it works. And, no, 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 no. That, like I'd never do. I would never, never want to be a professional angler. No. I guess just because what I see, how they, you know, it's not, that's not easy. You know, people are like, man, I'd love to be a professional. No, you wouldn't. Number one, you probably wouldn't last. Like right. I see these guys go out, get up four o'clock in the morning, get on the water, like swindle and ski nonstop. Like they don't, I'm talking daylight till dark. They don't, they don't even stop and eat lunch. They'll eat lunch while they're like looking at their grass, like looking, you know, idling over structure, trying to find, you know, sweet spots or, you know, island points or whatever they're eating their lunch. And then when they, they're just back at it nonstop, like they can, that's, that's really what makes, I think most of the pros pros because their stamina is, you know, for four days, five days, like a week, nonstop. Like it just, dude, it, yeah, you have to, yeah. Yep. You yeah. got to want it. That's so, the other part. You got to yeah. want it. You yeah. got to want it, which yeah, goes back to your passion piece. Because if you don't want it, then like you said about the, you know, the lawnmower scenario, lawn business yeah. scenario, you're always mm-hmm. going to be working both jobs because you don't let, you don't, you don't want it enough. Yeah. If you want it, you're going to like do everything you can to make it work. Yeah. That, that's, that's the drive that you know, people, people might see, be like, oh man, he's got a great job. I'd love to do that. Would you, you know, and you know, like my buddies are like, dude, you got the life. You got the life. You get to go around and you get all these baits and you, um, you know, you get to hang out with all these pros and yeah, but mm. you know, the deals I get through dude, let's fish, like my YouTube channel. Like I've worked for that. Yep. You know, I've, I've been, what, like three years, I think I've had the channel. Yep. And so I've kind of worked for, you know, my rod deal or my, you know, my, my, um, you know, like my lose deal or what, like I've worked for that. Like nobody gave it to me. I worked for it. Yeah. Um, so it's, you know, it's, it's just like, and yeah, you think you would want to do, okay, well, how about sitting out on a boat for 12 hours in sleep. Yep, exactly. They right? don't see what and it I, takes. I'm filming. Yeah, I'm filming. I'm not throwing a, you know, uh, you know, a rock crawler. I'm not throwing a jig. I'm not moving around. I'm holding a camera mm-hmm. and I'm waiting for a bite. And I can get all the B-roll that I want to, you know, on that boat. I've got, just, you can only get so much sitting in a boat as far as being creative like b-roll you can get the keys dangling 
and throw that in, you know, like shoot that at 120 where it comes back slow, keys, dangling. That's how desperate I get on a boat because I've done shot everything on it. You know, yeah. oh, look, here's this extra prop he has next to his battery. Like, you know, it's like, yeah. dude, yeah. And then, or 12 hours out in 90 degree weather, sun beating down on you, camera overheating. It's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's not digging ditches, but it's not right. what everybody, you know. Yep. They don't and see being away from your family. Yep, exactly. Yeah, being away from your family. Mm-hmm. You know, 10 days, like these MLF tournaments are, are at least 10 days because they have off days. they got two practice days, then A and B, right? So A fishes, and then, um, you know, it's off day for B, and the next day off day for A, B fishes, and the next day then you got the knockout rounds. Then you've got the the um, you know championship round. So, and then you can't leave until the next day because most of the time I fly into places and then it's like I don't have a car, or, you know. So I'm stuck at a house for ten days straight. Yep. You know, unless you know Ricky Bobby comes and picks me up and takes me to McDonald's and drops me back out. You know, whatever. <laughs> It's not all glitz and glamour yeah. like everybody sees on social yeah. media. That's the thing, especially like yeah. with what we do and then just like influencers in general. Everybody always sees the quote unquote highlight reel and they think, oh, I'm going to do that. It looks so good. Yeah. But they don't know you just spent 12 hours in the 103 degree heat doing absolutely nothing but holding a camera and trying to stay hydrated and not miss any fish catches and... Meanwhile, right. who knows what's happening back at home? Like you said, you might miss like a birthday or a dance recital or whatever the hell is going on back home. Like, oh yeah, yeah, they don't see all that stuff. So yeah, it sounds no. good, but it, like, yeah, it's yeah that not comes always. with every job. Oh, for yeah, sure. It's like, yeah. it's like you know, you see like this nice house, like whoa, that is awesome. I want to be a carpenter. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Do you? BTC. I get it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like I tell my girls. I'm like, look, in the end, and this is not being like conceited or like self-absorbed or self-centered or anything like that. But I, I'm telling them, like, look, the only person that you really have in life is yourself. Yeah. That's it. Like, that's the only person that you'll ever, you know, I know you have a sister, I know you got friends, whatever, you know. But when it comes down to it, it's you. That's it. Like, you always need to take care of yourself and and make good decisions for yourself, your gut, whatever, you know, if it doesn't feel right, don't do it. Yeah. Don't do something you don't want to do, you know. Um, but honestly, and that's pretty much all you got is yourself in the end. So it's like, not, not saying it's like, I don't need you. I got myself. Right. Exactly. Like that. Maybe that should be but your piece of it, advice though. Cause that's, I mean, mm-hmm. people, People that are listening, that goes both ways. For people that give too much, like, you know, if your daughter wants to be a nurse, like, that's a lot of taking care of other people. And at the end of the day, you got to learn how to take care of yourself, too. But then people that are the opposite of that, that are, like, self-absorbed. Like, I mean, it's true. you got to take care of yourself. But you don't have to be crazy about it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I mean, you come into this world alone, you leave this world alone. We all know that's the truth. Right. You got to watch out yeah. for yourself, but don't be a dick about it. And yes, I just said that. 
No, yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Like, always so be nice. Always, yeah, yeah, yeah. Always be nice. You know how hard it is, uh, or how easy it is to be nice. Like it's it's the easiest thing to do. It's free. Yep. It's, it's easy. It doesn't matter. You know how much money this person has or how broke this person. That is out the. You know, just be nice to people, and I feel like people will be nice to you. Sometimes that don't work out. Yeah. You know, but hey, that's their problem, not yours. That's right. Yeah. It's not a reflection so, of you. It's a reflection of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I guess that's my two paragraphs of advice. Your, your 20 minutes feel of how to. Yeah. Yeah, it's what you get when you ask me. Like, what kind of advice would you give? Oh, boy. What time is it? Just oh, opened up a book. The book of knowledge. Yeah. The Shannon Wheeler book of, book knowledge. of knowledge. Yeah. Okay, yeah. well, I mean, it's all good. It's all good nuggets. So we're gonna leave them all in there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll give it to you, and you can snip them up in your fun editing form, and like just send them to your daughters <laughs> whenever they need a little, a little boost. That's right. Mm-hmm. There you go. Okay. Well, go Perfect. edit. Okay. I am. I'm um, about to run out of gas. Hot. <laughs> Jesus. With AC on. Well, at $5 a gallon, you better go edit a lot of videos. Sell some feet pics. (laughs) Yes. Hey, who wants to see my flip-flop tan lines? Oh, Oh, I'll give you $5. That would be a really good post. So you better do that before I release this podcast, because if you don't, somebody else is going to, like Ish Monroe, and he's got a really good Tan tan line. Yeah. It's actually yeah, yeah. disgusting, but if you like feet, Ooh. you'll love it. I don't like men's feet. I don't really <laughs> like feet in general, but just keep okay. them clean because dirty feet are Keep gross. them clean. Hey, yeah. it's free. Keep them clean. You can do it yourself. You don't have to go to uh, Shasha Spa to get your toes did up. You can do it yourself. That's right. Save money. That's right. All right. Yep. Okay. Well, thanks. So much. Yeah, no problem. No problem anytime. You have a anytime. wonderful day. Yeah, you too. Good luck with your uh, podcast. Yeah, thanks. I'm sad I didn't take your podcast yeah. virginity, but. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. Yeah, that would, uh, I forget, yeah, I forget who did it. Okay. Okay, have a good day. i talk to you later. Yeah. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, Shannon Wheeler, he'll be here all week. I appreciate you all tuning in and listening. Be sure to go like us on Facebook and Instagram, Blonde Girl Behind the Scenes. And as always, you can find us on your favorite podcasting platforms, including Apple and iHeartRadio. Make sure you click that subscribe button to stay up to date on all the latest episodes. And if you feel inclined, feel free to leave us a review. With that being said, who do you want to get to know? Drop us a line and let's get to know them together. Later, Gators.